This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The March Commodities Roundup. Grain markets were in like a lion and out like a lion in the month of March. The first session of March saw nearby corn futures jump 42 cents, while soybeans rallied 61. And Chicago wheat climbed 73 cents. Prices corrected lower during the middle of last month and then closed the month with strong mixed moves in response to the March 31st grain stocks and perspective planning report. Other markets were just as much or more volatile than the grains last month. West Texas crude futures traded a range of more than $36 on the way to reaching a high of 129.97, the strongest print since all-time highs from 2008 at 147.30. S&P stock index futures were reaching down into bear market territory before finding strength into the final few days of the month. Part of the stock market volatility was linked to a historic drop in government bond prices that went with a spike of the two-year Treasury yield to three-quarters of a percent in March. The related shift in monetary policy from the central bank helped boost interest rates and kept traders on edge in all markets. The ongoing war in Ukraine and changes in world weather also injected additional uncertainty last month. The usual customers of Russia and Ukraine are now relying more on wheat sellers like France and Australia. As reported this week that France will work directly with Egypt, the world's top importer of wheat, to secure forward coverage of its wheat purchase needs. India is also signaling to the world that its wheat supplies are open for sale. There was more optimism this week over Ukraine's ability to harvest its winter wheat crop, plant the spring crops, and possibly even export some of it. The U.S. should still benefit from some extra demand rerouted from the Black Sea eventually. While watching for export business to pick up, Traders are monitoring the impact of drought and hard red winter wheat prospects and digesting the new information about farmers' plans for spring wheat acreage. The rough consensus was for a 1.5 to 2 million acre switch from corn to soybeans, but it turned out to be a big miss against the actual estimates for corn area to drop 3.9 million acres, while soybean acres expanded by 3.8 million. Now the market will reflect expected changes for the acreage mix based on pricing considerations, the availability and cost of inputs, and weather. Crop progress reports will start up again on Monday to kick off the weekly monitoring of national wheat condition ratings and seeding rates for the summer crops. The numbers will be difficult to track, but traders will also be attempting to gauge how successful farmers in Ukraine are with planting and harvesting activities there. Optimism over Russia-Ukraine negotiations pressured commodity futures at the start of the week after trading liquidation from speculators that wanted to exit with profits ahead of the Thursday crop reports in the end of the month and quarter. Soybean futures are trading with extra sensitivity to fluctuations in oil prices, both based on the links to the crude market and fuel processing, as well as the substitution effect with edible oils included from palm, sunflower, and rapeseed. Top palm producer Indonesia is still maintaining strict export controls, and government officials are encouraging citizens to cut back on meals that require cooking oil. India is reportedly purchasing sunflower oil from Russia at record high prices. There were two major news items driving higher volatility in the livestock market this week, a worsening of the U.S. bird flu problem and more reports of disease spreading in Mexico's pig herd. Related bullishness was partly contained by the pessimism surrounding news 
that Chinese pork margins were deeply in the red, which has caused the government to step in and buy several rounds of pork for state reserves. This week's quarterly hogs and pigs report was friendly relative to expectations, but traders sold into the initial price pop, and then Thursday's corn report rally helped pressure hog futures further. China has not been an importer of pork as of late, but the country continues to be a notable buyer of U.S. beef. Weekly beef export sales were a marketing year high to help accumulated commitments rise toward almost catching up of last year's record-setting pace. Stronger corn prices have put cattle futures on their heels, but there is hope that firmer beef cutout values can help spark better numbers in the cash market. Live cattle at 138 was the benchmark for most of the week, keeping steady with the previous three weeks, but dress deals in the north were seen advancing up from 222. The dreaded yield curve inversion occurred this week, whereby interest rates in the two-year Treasury note climbed above the 10-year, signaling a rising risk of recession in the near term that may force rates to be lowered later down the road. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Thank <laughs> you.